The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. of Hardly Kayfabe, your home for pro wrestling talk right here on the network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your three hosts, alongside, as always, Mr. Christopher Chavez. Oh, yeah, I'm over here having the cream of the crop. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh and dang old Johnny Townsend, dang old Johnny Townsend. Ain't that right? <laughs> Sitting on down here watching my NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you really what? want to see the fall of an empire, look at NASCAR. Oof. Yeah, right? No offense to NASCAR. I remember when that thing was humongous. Oh, dude, huge. everyone. I remember when, like, hip-hop artists were wearing those big, giant jackets, and it was nothing but all the patches of, those of the- Those were the best. Yeah. Remember those? Those were the best. I used to get all the NASCAR games so I could drive backwards and hit the other cars <laughs> and catch them on fire. <laughs> I, I think it, everybody must have done that then, because that's definitely what I did. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going uh, the wrong way <laughs> driving down the road Ooh. and i'm flirting with disaster <laughs> <laughs> yeah welcome to harley nascar uh this is <laughs> since there's no wrestling yeah. <laughs> no they're i mean hey can they do nascar on a without people in the stands do you know what i mean because it's it, you're in a car you're more than six feet away from someone else i'll I'll tell you what they're doing because this is the this is the honest truth because I saw it on ESPN. Uh, what NASCAR is doing right now is they're doing a simulation like a video game, and all Stop. their race car drivers are driving it, and they're just showing that. I am not making that. That up. is amazing. Yeah, this is like I, Ready Player One. I think NBA is <laughs> doing that tonight. I mean, as of this recording, you mean they're going to be uh, playing like NBA Two K, and you're going to watch yeah. it? Yeah. Get out! Yeah, I would I totally it's on ESPN. though. Tell me I'm you wouldn't totally, do yeah. that. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. And, uh, they've been doing it with the NFL. It's, they're not it's like simulating the, the season, but they have like one person that plays on each team, and they did a tournament. And uh, yeah, that's what the NBA, yeah, that's what the NBA is doing. Wow, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. But honestly, I remember. I mean, I know this is uh, not about NASCAR, but I, <laughs> especially down here in the South in old North Carolina, NASCAR was huge at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, as a kid, even loved it. I loved to watch it with my dad. That's one thing that we would watch together, and we'd even go to a race or two together. And I really loved it. Um, but, like, recently, uh, there was a NASCAR game you could play for free. Like, they had, like, a free weekend on your Xbox you could play it. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. And so I put it, so I downloaded it. And I was like, I'm going to pick a driver I can recognize. And I recognized maybe three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some names I had never seen Yeah, before. dude, it's like boxing. Where's my, yeah, where's my dick trickle? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I knew that's that the was greatest guy. name in all sports. Dick Trickle. Oh my lord! There were some good, <laughs> awesome. some good old names back in the day. Um, but yeah, it kind of fell off like boxing did. Like you don't know anybody. Like you know a few, few names for boxing, and that's about it. Um, you guys, the know opposite of Dick Trickle is vagina sports. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! On that note, that's just, that, <laughs> this that show has evolved. 
I was going to say, I was going to ask you guys honestly. So, do you think if this goes on for a while um, without fans and stands, are we going to start seeing maybe the decline in what we thought was like this resurgence in wrestling? I don't. Know. I think honestly, it's going to come back stronger. Man, I I, t- I tend to agree because you know everybody's kind of uh, you know kind of just stuck at home right now and yeah. they're just just itching to get out. We're all becoming getting cabin fever. Yeah, I'm just afraid that what's happening with some of the product right now is it may may be doing more damage than good. So I decided to kind of just give the last episode of SmackDown a look. And I think it was like in the middle. I don't know when it was on the show, but Bailey and um, what's her name? Sasha were out in the ring cutting a promo. And then out came, um, what's her name? I can't remember her name now. Lacey Evans. Uh, did you guys see this? Not no. First and foremost, turning on turning on SmackDown was your uh, was your first mistake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, no. this is scares me when I see that that's what they're putting out, man. It's it's it's. Rough. I will say, I will say, I did happen to watch some highlights of Raw from this past Monday, and uh the promos on it were stellar from everybody like there's some stellar like undertaker gave a great promo uh kevin owens gave a great promo edge gave a fantastic promo speaking uh, of undertaker's american badass back is that what's going on there that's what it looked God, like doesn't so. it yeah it's they're, <laughs> i'm so they're, excited uh, they're doing it, dude. They're basically, you know, they're figuring out. Let's let's hit some of these nostalgia factors as well. Let's let's bring it back because we need more people to come back and watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm incentivized to do it because of American Badass Undertaker, personally. It's just so tough for me with it being Limp Biscuit involved. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've never, I've met a couple bikers in my lifetime, and never once have they just been like, "Hey, man, I'm just sitting here," uh, you know, just. Listening to Limp Biscuit. Listening to my Limp Biscuit, all about that nookie and such. <laughs> I hope you the biker sounds nookie. just like that. That's how they sound. That's how they talk. That's that's my impression of every biker I've ever met. That's amazing. Hey, uh, this is, uh, hey I'm a, I'm a biker, and uh, it's all about that nookie and such. <laughs> yeah, that's a biker right there. That's a perfect biker. Yeah. So you could you could take that cookie and uh, just stick it, you know, up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I thought that was pretty cool when I saw that that might be the case. But when again, like I said, when I saw the ladies, it was just kind of like, oof, this is. It feels weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's really weird when they're actually wrestling, and there's nobody in the crowd. Like it just because I mean, wrestling really is a interactive thing. Oh yeah, uh, uh, I mean, very much so. And it's just so. I mean, I give them everybody who's doing it props though. I mean, that's I couldn't even like if you're so used to one thing and then. And the whole element of that thing is gone. Uh, man, I couldn't even imagine trying that. You know what I like with AEW? I didn't see the newest uh, AEW, but the one last week is they kept doing this thing where they cut away to the trailer or something. And there was a bunch of wrestlers that are like cheering or, or you know, or booing or jeering. Um, yeah, or listening that, to Limp Bizkit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I do like that, right? Like, I kind of like that we got reactions from the wrestlers based on what was happening in the match in the ring. So that was kind of cool for me. Um, but yeah. I, so I, what is, how, is the, how is the E doing it? Are they just not acknowledging it all? It's is just, it just dead it's silence? It's just empty. Yeah, it's <laughs> just empty. Um, I they're, they're doing a little bit more since it's kind of, you know, they can really kind of do what they want right now. Well, they'll take, they're having, like, pre-taped parts and... Mm some of their matches and stuff. And I don't really blame them. And another thing they're doing, which I 
I really don't like is they're like they'll just in the middle of the show they'll just play like a match from uh, WrestleMania from years ago or something. I like saw that. that. I saw Royal Rumble yeah. on the other night. Yeah, yeah, the, they're filling space. Uh, uh, WWE, like I think if anybody to, to go back to your original point, uh, Chris, I think if anybody's hurting themselves, I, I honestly think it's WWE. I really do. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because. I, I don't know it, it and it's kind of I mean I think a lot of people wanted them to be in a decline I I honestly don't want I'm curious about the uh the ratings and how those have been if people are sitting down and tuning in uh excuse me just burnt up my coffee uh that's that's something that I'm like especially curious about um so I, I like AEW is doing this whole thing good WWE is not um not at all like there's layers and layers to this. WWE is trying to sell a pay-per-view on the network. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Are you guys going to watch it? I, maybe. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. I had no plans to, but I'm kind of curious, but I don't know right? if it's for the right reasons. <laughs> it feels like everybody that's going to watch See, because I think it's going to do well. I think WrestleMania is actually going to yeah. do well numbers-wise, but it's only because curiosity. And there's nothing else on, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, you could find something. You can watch, you know, Tiger King Monster Murders or something, whatever that nonsense is. But uh, Hey, 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 hey. I'll fight you over that. That bitch Look, Tiger King's fant- <laughs> I'll tell you right now <laughs> that Tiger King's fantastic. when I saw this as a, a, a on the list of Netflix, I was curious. But the amount of, like, over-the-top just kind of social media blitz that this thing has become just makes me not want to watch it at all. I'm hey, just like, yeah. Like I get because I know that's how you are, and I understand it because I get the same way at times on certain things. Uh, but I promise you that the Joe Exotic, as the main character in this, is not remotely likable at all. But I heard none of them are. No, not nobody in it is likable. Like they're all hateable. Ugh, why do but I Joe Exotic, that? I'm telling you, I'm I can't make this up. Joe Exotic is such a character that you will not be able to take your eyes off of everything he says and does. Promise <sighs> you. I don't know that I want to put myself through it. You do. <laughs> Bro, listen, if I wanted to... The, like, tigers, the tigers are barely in it. <laughs> if, I t- if I wanted to torture myself, I would watch more WWE on a Wednesday it's, or Monday it's or Tuesday better, Friday night. <laughs> it's, it's, it's even better, and I know this is hard to imagine. It's even better than like a Limp Biscuit marathon. You know what? He looks... He kind of reminds me of... Um, Where the songs just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I can't watch that. I just I don't I can't bring myself. It's a little too much it's right really, now. It's really good. Uh, I I honestly loved it. Uh, I um, but speaking of WrestleMania though, so like I was saying, I think the numbers are going to skyrocket only because people are going to be curious. Number one, because they're doing something they've never done before. A lot of it's pre-recorded, so we're gonna. It's not even going to be live. We're not really invested in feeling like it's happening at the moment. Um, but no crowds and spanned over different arenas and different nights. Yeah, um, I just keep thinking about Joe Exotic. I'm sorry. Uh, like literally, this is how I can explain him in a nutshell. If, if, Johnny's like, if he I, wasn't, I love this guy. If he wasn't a real person, and if that wasn't who he was, like that, he would be the perfect wrestling manager in the '80s. Oh man, perfect, a perfect no. heel manager in the '80s. I don't know. I don't know. That still doesn't sell me yet. I'll tell you, like. He's he and I'm using this in quotation marks sings country music songs too, but they're not his songs, and he claims they are. Oh my god, this guy is uh, he's incredible for all the wrong reasons. He's an awful, awful person, 
and he deserves to be in jail, but man. <laughs> Matt, how, what's the over-under on whether or not Johnny has him on his draft list? Uh... I would hundred percent. I'm just telling you. I would say hundred percent. Number one. Number one. One hundred percent. Oh God. But I do got to compliment AEW. I really do because they have made watch tuning in very interesting. Uh, we've seen the announcement this past week of the new mid, like a mid card title, the TNT Championship, yeah. where they're doing an eight person tournament pretty cool. for it. Like I'm hooked. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I'm really hooked by it, and I know with AEW style of wrestling that it's not going to be garbage right uh, like right, right. now empty still... arena matches are perfect for do you guys remember old ring of honor remember old ring of honor when it was very technical based yeah aw is full of technical based guys who are going to do cool stuff and be as entertaining as they possibly can be and that's why empty this is this is how you should do empty arena matches it just it it, it is um and i'm i'm hooked i, I want to see i mean a, a mid-card title nobody this is the perfect time for AEW to do that. Like, I feel like they just, I, I don't know if they were saving it um, or they just thought of it because of this epidemic in order to draw interest. But I'm hooked at the idea yeah. of adding a, a third, uh, well, a, a second singles title. Um, and there's some pretty, I, I don't know the names all off the top of my head, but you got guys like Cody in there uh, amongst several others. Like, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. Like, I'm, this is how it should be done. Literally, it's like old school King of the Ring. Yeah. It is the whole yeah. bracket, the it bracket is. thing. W- yeah, I think they're definitely, I think they're definitely doing it. The 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 more interest, like they are, I'm at least wanting to see what they're doing. Like they're the one that I'll actually turn off my Animal Crossing game to actually see what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so that's a positive for them for sure. And that new tournament is very intriguing. I think anytime there's a tournament, as a wrestling fan, I know I do. I get a little bit excited about it. Love a good tournament. Uh, so. Yes, yeah, so bring all in a tournament, man. Yeah, I mean WWE's it's in high like in in retrospect as to what we've seen the last month. Like I said, I give them all the credit in the world. I appreciate what they're doing and trying to entertain us. And and I I, I really do. Um, you know, I'm not watching it hard like hardcore like I did like five ten years ago, but I still appreciate the effort and kind of know what's going on. But you can tell um, they have so much going on. They have so they have so much time that they have to use too, right? Two show, all well, two, technically three shows. I think NXT is still technically running. Um, they're just filling time. They're just filling time. There's no direction. Um, you know, obviously, again, like I said, trying to sell a WrestleMania. AEW's trying to keep things fresh and and uh, you know the way that they're trying to keep things moving forward, right? They're, they're just they're just kind of yeah. rolling along yeah. and adding new ideas that are incent like interesting. They're intriguing. Well, you you also also. Uh, you know, AEW is kind of in a position where they're the new kid on the block, right? So yeah. they kind of have way more on the line right now yep. and could have a, far, a, a a really big fall and not be okay, whereas in WWE is pretty much entrenched and they can kind of take a couple hits and be all right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, AEW, I mean, AEW does have really good money behind it, don't get me wrong, but, you know, it's not like it's uh, entrenched like WWE has been for decades and decades. Question for you guys. Uh, as of as of we're recording this as of April third, which means two nights ago was AEW on Wednesday night Dynamite. Uh, did the tournament already start? Did they start it this past Wednesday? I think it's supposed to start next week. Okay, okay, because I see who the bracket is, and I was going to say it'd be kind of fun to say who we think is going to win the first rounds at least. Let's do it. This first one's Sean Spears versus Cody. New. I'm going Cody. That's a good one. I, I, that's a really good match. 
I Sean Spears has been Cody, quiet for a while. He has been. He has been. I haven't heard much from him since his little feud with Cody. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Cody on this one. Same. I think they're going to have to. It may be that they're going to put a title on him for something. He can't go for that world title, but mid card. Maybe this. Hold. Yeah. Right. Next one: Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Oh, I think that'll be a, a fantastic match. By the way. <laughs> yeah, it will. I'm going to go Guevara. <clears throat> you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I think he needs it more. And I agree as well because I really think they're trying to push this Darby Allen Mox kind of. Uh, feud yeah. as well they're trying to push that so i think this is just uh gonna it's it's to make it a good match so we can see this and make it realistic but it'll help sammy guevara go up a little yeah yeah and he kind of needs it more for sure kip sabian and dustin rhodes Ooh, kip though mm. i mean we got it we've got we've kip got a um a vet man, a vet putting over a younger talent that's not as needed i'm uh, not as yeah. well known uh, you're probably right masses. yeah you're probably right. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. That's a that's a good point. Uh, and I kind of think, and I bet Dustin would rather do that anyway. Just yeah. from what I would what I've gathered from, you want to put somebody over, help them out. So then we then we got a uh, Lance Archer versus Colt Cabana. Man, I I got to go Colt. <laughs> I think Ar- I've heard I more about like- Archer. Um, I think I'm going to go with Archer. Yeah. Colt's big, and I know it's they're a great TV just show. Fit, <laughs> then they're just him, I know they're really just bringing him in. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Colt Cabana's always kind of been that guy who's just putting people over. I guess. Yeah, he's like the Cassius Ono of the indie scene. Yeah, about 100. percent 100. percent You know, I I got to go with Lance Archer too because he's so he's you know his debut was with Jake the Snake. This whole thing they're pushing this kind of him against Cody. I have to pull him. Because I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being Cody versus him at the end. I could see that. So yeah, Lance Archer is what I'm saying as well. Well, there you go. That's our first our first uh, predictions. We'll see what happens after that round. We'll go to the semifinals and make our picks then as well. Sweet, nice. Looking forward to Sweet. it. Um, you guys want to talk New Jack for a bit? Let's New, new Jack it up. New Jack. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, is what I want to say. New Jack. I've yeah. got, I want to preface. I want to preface yeah. anything that is said from here on out about New Jack. Uh, New Jack, if you're listening, I do not condone what they're going to say about you. I'm also going to say, please don't hurt me. Also, don't kill me. <laughs> yes, uh, I am legit afraid of him. So, <laughs> uh, I saw. Was this a story that was told on there? Because I don't. I don't know that I got to it, but I saw a story or somebody told a story where he was at a con. And uh, super friendly, you know, taking pictures and stuff. Then all of a sudden, he just dead stops. His face goes cold, looks mean as hell, leaves from behind the table, pushes his way through the crowd, gets in front of a guy and goes, did you just take my picture? And the guy looks scared as shit. And he's like, you better give me that $20. And that dude pulled out $20 and gave it to him. He went back to the table, started smiling and taking the pictures again. Uh (laughs) So that's New Jack for you. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's heartless, soulless. Uh, he doesn't think he does anything wrong. Um, <laughs> okay, I just want to say this. In that instance, just in that instance, uh, being a guy who's been to a lot of conventions trying to sell his art, I kind of get it. <laughs> oh, I do too. I do too. Have you guys heard? Like, I'm not saying he was. Yeah, I'm not saying he was right to do it, but I get it. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, what were you going to say, Matt? No, I mean, have you guys heard what like Virgil's? trick is what Virgil does oh yes. man okay yes all right please explain For the listeners that. who don't know he likes to hop it when other names that people are actually want to take pictures with are taking pictures 
Virgil likes to hop in those pictures and ask for a cut of the uh, of the money. So, uh, so <laughs> the, there's two different sides to that. So I, I, I guess. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, as an artist, I like to take his model and I'll go around to like, let's say Scotty Young somewhere drawing his awesome pictures, and I'll just run into a little quick little scribble on what he's drawing, and be like, "Hey, I get a cut of this." <laughs> Dude, I want to see Virgil try to try to jump in on one of New Jack's pictures. Oh man! But anyway, yeah. So the reason we're bringing New Jack up is uh, Dark Side of the Ring. This the next episode up was the New Jack episode. That's right. That's right. And it was basically New Jack talking about himself overall, but it had some other talking heads like Sandman was on there. Um, Jericho, of course, was still the one who was narrating it. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the other talking heads. I know Jericho. I mean, I know Sandman for sure. He's the one that really stood out to me. Uh, oh, um, uh, I think was it D'Lo Brown on there? Am I getting it? Was D'Lo? Yep, D'Lo was on there. Yeah. Man, I loved D'Lo Brown back in the day. He was one of my favorites. I was going to say, that's a name from back in the day. Loved his little neck yeah. shake thing. His little shaking baby yes. syndrome. I thought his head, yeah, I thought his head was going to fall off. Uh, and his and flat I, I jacket. He a, yeah, I thought he had a really great uh, frog splash, too. I thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, but, it is actually up there with one of the better frog splashes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's mainly, though, just uh, New Jack kind of putting himself over. <laughs> in my opinion, that's how it kind of seemed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, of course, he's very controversial. Obviously, uh, I've—I don't think any of us have ever actually met him. Matt, I was no. trying to see if you had because you know you've met a lot of these people kind of in the backstage, yeah, uh, or or you know when you work in the indie scene or something like that. No, my um, my my trainer, uh, kind of like a pathological liar, but it once said that uh, that New Jack messaged him on MySpace. Uh, and wanted to manage him or something like that, but I guess he's not allowed in like New York State, or he gets arrested allegedly. Uh, from what I oh hear. my so, god, so he's he's, <laughs> he's uh he's New Jack's there's special. Uh, he's something. He's something. Uh, I I couldn't believe it. It was very graphic and like. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just so yeah. So of course the you got the mass trends in episode which oh, uh, which you know obviously. Obviously, I mean, to anybody, even if that kid hadn't lied about his age, even if he really was 21 instead of 17, New Jack still went way too far. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, I mean stabbing you know. somebody 13, 15 times with a shiv hey. is a, a little too hey, far. Hey, you don't go up to a wrestling veteran and ask him what he wants to do. All right. That's the way it is. <laughs> yeah. That's the rule of the business. I, uh, the gall. <laughs> the, you know, the audacity. Yeah. yeah. Listen, guys. I think, I think his issue wasn't his issue that he was a little unsafe with New Jack or he was stiff or something. So New Jack wanted to show him what's up. No, well, no. You're the, confused with the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. The, yeah. The, that was... the first thing was he wanted to get some offense in and he's like, he's like, no, nah, like, this kid pissed yeah. me off. I'm going to stab him. <laughs> yep. That's right. It's insane. So this so this poor kid, and I don't know why uh, they never. I'm, I'm very curious what Devon says about this because he's the man that nobody even knows about involved in this match too. Devon Dudley, <laughs> uh, Devon is actually tagging with Mass Transit, and uh, apparently during this match, you know, New Jack tells Devon, "Hey, we're going to throw you out. Just don't get back in the ring." <laughs> so they oh pl- they pre-planned this. They were going to do this the whole time, man. Uh, and somehow the guy um, doesn't. He doesn't get any jail time or gets, uh, I mean, he goes to court for it, but he wins. Mm-hmm. And it's all because that kid had to lie about his age. If he hadn't lied about his age, he would have won, I think. 
Jeez, that was crazy, man. It is crazy. And this, uh, again, I didn't wa- I didn't finish watching the whole thing. I know you said, Johnny, you got a chance to. Um, yeah. But from so far, what you see, it's it's a no joke. Like we t- we have talked about the wrestlers that when we were younger, we watched them and they scared us. Like we thought these men really were the kind of men that if they caught you in the parking lot, they were going to hurt you, like physically hurt you. Uh, as you got older, you realize there are a handful of guys that are truly like that. But I don't think that there's anybody that you can really choose, p- pick out that is this dangerous, that goes that far, that puts true, real fear for your life in your heart. Yeah, I I mean, even, well, here's the other thing about him, too. And, I, and he's not the only wrestler, not just person, I mean, not just wrestler, but also people who are like this, where everything he says when he's talking about his past and how he grew up, I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. I can't tell. It sounds right. familiar. It, I, I know. I think I said last week about his Art of Wrestling podcast, and it was, it was relatively similar. He did have an effed up uh, upbringing. It did. I mean, I'm sure he did. I mean, that would make it, it would answer a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, but like he was saying things like uh, his his dad was drunk one night and just decided to, I guess, on a whim to shoot his mom, uh, and she was and she lived. His mom lived through a lot, hmm. uh, through a lot of abuse, and then I mean, he still hates her for some reason. <laughs> I was like, that woman literally survived being stabbed. If he's telling the truth, she was stabbed multiple times. She was uh, she was shot in the back, just taking him, trying to take her son away from the you know her husband who was being abusive. Uh, but you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I think my biggest issue with the whole thing was at one point they ask they ask him, and I think I know Matt, you got this far. They ask him if he went to if he ever felt he actually went too far. And he does name a match. Well, I think we should talk about it here in a minute. But what really got me was after that, he kind of qualifies it as it's not really his fault because, <laughs> quote unquote, the match should have just never happened in the first place. Oh, yeah. Good Who Lord. Who does that sound like? It wasn't my fault. Snitsky. To be fair, though, when he Was booted that baby fault? doll across, the- <laughs> that was the best pun I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah, that's 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 what like boggles my mind, and that's the unfortunate side of pro wrestling um, is that, I mean, these guys, when you make it up to the pro, I mean, ECW, honestly, and of course, the, you know, the, the whole mass transit incident, they weren't, re- I'm not going to, it's hard to call them professionals. It really is like you get. Like, I'm just thinking, uh, you know, about these characters, and you could just literally pull them off the streets. And it's it's kind of like that with all levels of wrestling, but WWE seems to have a more refined um, system. But like that was like normal back then, though. You a, a guy like New Jack. Yeah. Here's my yeah. Here's my question to you guys. All right. So from the very little that I remember of seeing a New Jack when I was younger watching wrestling, uh, you know, a lot of wrestlers I could tell you like what are their their move set kind of was. Uh, when I hear New Jack, besides you know stabbing somebody, uh, <laughs> I think jumping off high things—that's kind of it. <laughs> or throwing people off high things. Yeah, and doing a terrible job of that, and almost killing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I can. That's yeah. all. Like I can't. I'm sure he would do actual wrestling moves, but I really, literally, can't remember any of them. I was gonna say, Matt. Like you, I don't think we could consider him a professional. Because let's be honest. Uh, okay, so with wrestling, we've always discussed, you know, kayfabe, the blurring of reality and and story and just kind of, uh, you know, the feeling of being in imminent danger is part of the draw. And so 
I feel like when you're a professional, you understand that that the blurring of the lines is about about um, maybe promos, about you know even even some stiffer shots. But at the end of the day, there it's almost like a like that like doctors have that Hippocratic oath, right? Where they have to make sure at the end they're going to save someone's life no matter what. They're, they'll yep. never do anything to, to to put someone's life at risk. And I feel like that's that's an unspoken, or even if it is a spoken, it's a known rule in wrestling that if you are a wrestler, the idea is no matter how much you hate the guy's guts in the ring, you are going to make sure that man walks away and isn't hurt when you're done. And people who don't do that, I mean, when you go out of your way to kind of hurt people to make a make a point or just to prove how real you are, I just that's not professional to me. That's just that's it's a criminal. No, one hundred percent correct. And you know what? Though, like now nowadays, that's especially true. That that like unwritten rules, especially true. If you don't like somebody, uh, you still protect them in the ring uh, as best as you can. Back in the day, though, I mean, people would take liberties. I guess they would take liberties. If they threw a strike, they would throw extra hard. Like, uh, you know, uh, like Andre the Giant was definitely very guilty of that. Um, he would yeah. beat the shit out of people if they didn't like you in the ring. He would just, he would just, yeah, just crap on you. Coco beware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it happened more often than not. Uh, Bruiser Brody did this, too. Uh, if he didn't like somebody, he'd yeah. beat the shit out of you. In the ring, that's the way it was. Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant was known for that. Like, you wanted to be his friend. Yeah. If Andre if Andre didn't like you, you did not want to wrestle. Exactly, him. exactly. Um, so th- that's I mean that was that was a normal thing. But in the general sense, yeah, you might you know you don't intentionally go and like cause a guy to like break an, uh, a limb or something um, or bleed, or to, bleed death. to death. That's like that's what it is. But if if you are going out there with that intention, um, that's not how you know that's that's not professionalism at all. Like not at all. Yeah. Um, and luckily, the business has changed for the most part with that, uh, you know, with the, those good intentions in mind. Yeah, yeah, but I do still feel that it was there for a lot of the old school. So, I mean, so again, there was that that rough kind of like, hey, this is you paying your dues thing. But again, like I said, it wasn't in te- it wasn't to the extent where the, like you had no problem if you thought you were killing the guy. Do you know what I mean? You would you would hurt them. There'd be stiffer shots, maybe a, a cracker break here. But man, to go out of your way to really just you know, could care less if the guy died is a little much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's completely heartless. And somebody, like, who wants to work with that, you know? Um, Apparently a lot of people. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if somebody said, told me, if I got showed up in the locker room and they're like, hey, you're working New Jack tonight, I'd be like, fuck you, I quit. <laughs> I quit. I'll burn my boots on the way out of the locker room, too. It just, <sighs> burn my boots on the way to the locker room. Uh, yeah. I have my bag. Um I'm taking, you know, if if you want me to leave my wallet too, I will leave that too. Just I am not getting in the ring with New Jack. Uh, it it it's 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 something that just cross. I think not nowadays in like the year 2020, nobody wants to work with anybody who's, um, who's obnoxious like that. They don't. Nobody care. You know, talent is is good and all if you can call what New Jack does talent. But, um, you know, nobody wants to work. I with think that. he was a. I think talent wise, his talent was way more that he was a good heel. When he was talking, great heel, yeah, great uh, promo, yeah, great promo, yeah, uh, un- exactly. Uh, that's where to me, that's where his talent was. Absolutely, um, but like, who wants to work with somebody who's you know, it's it's nerve wracking, it's stressful uh, to be in, mm-hmm. you know, be yeah. around them all the time. Nobody wants to deal with that. Yeah, you literally don't. Yeah, you literally don't know if you're going to just say the wrong thing. Yeah, you get right. You got to be on eggshells. Walk, working the eggshells. I mean. Everybody deals with that in the workplace, right? Um, Chris, I'm yeah. sure you dealt with it. I've dealt with it. 
Uh, I dealt with it on this podcast. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how many times I'm walking down the hall just hoping not to get shivved. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the worst. Um yeah, I mean aside from physicality too just uh just from a, a like a, yeah, just yeah, a, inter- yeah. any interaction. Um you know, I've dealt with it in podcasting. Who wants to be around somebody who's stressful uh and just makes you miserable? Nobody yeah. wants to be around that kind of thing. So uh it's true. so that's why New Jack fizzled out. Nobody wanted to deal with this bullshit. Uh and and that's why he was working in front of 10 people in in East bumfuck wrestling Gypsy Joe and beating him over the head with a baseball bat and just just keeps going and going and going. Um, you know he, he's he's very talented. If he would have kept his head on straight, he could have been he could have been great. He could have had a WWE contract, but just nobody wants to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's an interesting episode. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Absolutely. Dark Side of yep. the Ring. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. Voss is doing some good stuff. Yes, they are. They are. But all right, so I think it kind of brings us to what we really want to do today. Yes, and that, of course, is we're going to start having every once in a while we're going to do these, and where we're going to have a draft. Uh, we're going to pick different, uh, you know, maybe time periods or different uh, uh, parameters for each draft, and kind of draft from there. Like today, we're going to do the Monday Night Wars draft, and so that means we're going to each we're going to each end up with eight wrestlers total when we're done. Each uh, we're going to take turns picking a, a drafting from the pool of any wrestler who wrestled on uh, WCW or WWE during the Money Not Wars. And at the end of it, we'll see who has the, the best, uh, the best, uh, you know, program going on. It's not, and I, I believe what we're, we're trying to do here is, is that th- this, what we're doing with these wrestlers is basically we're starting our own promotion. So right. when we do drafts in the futures, these, all these wrestlers are off the table now. Yes. Yes, absolutely. By the by, the end of this, by the end of the year, we'll have our own promotion and see what our rosters look like. Can we give our own promotions names too? Oh yes, that'd be great. All right. <laughs> I'm getting sorry if you hear a noise. I'm getting paper ready so I can write mine down and remember them. <laughs> Same here. Um, my promotion is called STD Wrestling. Uh, it Oof. stands for Shindy Turnbuckle Dreams Wrestling. Um, nice. So that's that's what that's what these guys are getting drafted into. Uh, for the Monday Night Wars. <laughs> that is a, go ahead. Mine's C, C19W. That would be COVID-19 Wrestling. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. COVID-19 Wrestling. Oh, my God. All right. Johnny, what do you got? <laughs> um, Mine's going to be... Uh, Exotic Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna go the E J L uh, B, and that's this is so I can get all my influences here. It's Exotic Joe Limp Biscuit uh, Federation. I love that's it. All, that's all my those are my loft influences. Can Fred Durst be your general manager? No, in the perfect world. <laughs> and he better wear that baseball hat backwards too, or I'll be very upset. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, who's going first? Have we decided this? Yeah, you, let's do it the way we did it uh, when we figured it out before the show. We'll have Johnny, then Matt, then me. All right, Unless you so said you didn't me... want to go first. or I'll, I can go first. It's All no right. big deal. All right. So I <clears> – <throat> man. <clears throat> so also I don't want you guys to pick some of these guys too because I think they're <laughs> just so important. You're picking Gilbert, aren't I... you? Yeah, I thought <laughs> no, so. No, 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 no. He is on my list, but I'm, I'm not picking him number one. <laughs> my issue is 
my heart wants this one person, my heart and soul. But then my brain's like, you have to pick this other person, though. Yeah. Uh, so, man. All right. I'm going to regret it, but my number one is going to be The Rock. Ooh, nice. You have to have the crowd draw. You have to have the draw. Yeah. Yeah, right there, he's going to bring people in right away. I'm not going to have to worry about, you know, in, anytime he's on the show, I'm not going to worry about the show sucking. It's going to be good. People are going to pay attention to it. And whatever program he's in is going to get people in the Absolutely. seats. So, The Rock... The Rock, my number one choice. All right. Very nice. So you got The Rock. Uh, the Rock is off the board. I, Matt Johnson, the uh, CEO of STD Wrestling Select, Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh. as the next draft pick, have to. He's the s- Meanwhile, over at C19W, <laughs> we're just all like, oh, man, tearing up papers. I know, son of a bitch. But, and you're doing so six feet apart. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, I got to have Stone Cold, man. Uh, I, I think it, the, for the, all the reasons that Johnny ex- explained for The Rock, he is entertaining. It's going to be good. Um, you know, you can build segments around him. Legit. I don't even know. I, I can't honestly say I've sat and watched a Stone Cold Steve Austin match in the last 10, 20 years. Uh, it's all been just segments, mm. middle fingers, stunners, and, and beer. So um, <laughs> so he's entertaining as ever. So Stone Cold is my yeah. number one draft choice. I feel like if we are doing Monday Night Wars, there were basically three personalities that the E really skyrocketed into the stratosphere with was the rock stone cold. And my draw is the undertaker. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I have to, I have to have somebody that's going to bring the people in. Like I said, you have to have that person in your promotion that everyone's looking at. And is like, okay, you're the face right now. You're the person that everyone's going to measure themselves to. And you're who, you know, we're going to use you to put up the, put over newer talent to get, Bigger stars here in the future. I like it. So I'm using The Undertaker. All right. And it's Dead Man Undertaker, not American Badass. Though American Badass Boo. is pretty cool without the music. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Dead when Man When was American walking. Badass, though? Wasn't this after 2000s, or when was it? Yeah, it was, It was. Uh, like, mid-2000s, yeah. I feel. So later, past so, the wars, yeah. 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 So we got Dead Man. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So I am beyond happy that you went Undertaker, because that means... My heart and soul is still on the board. We're going Mick Foley, number two. Easy, easy, easy for me. Because uh, technically, I'm getting three wrestlers in one. I was going to say, are you taking him as as Mick Foley? Or are you taking the, or, or do you have to choose, pick the gimmick? If you're making me choose the gimmick, I'm going Mankind. Okay. Oh. Uh, so that's, I mean, he's so good. He's a great storyteller. I know whoever I put him, whether it be like a younger person who's just kind of getting their feet wet to a veteran he's he's going to take care of them and he's going to make the story interesting no matter what and man what a, my one of my all-time favorite promo guys uh so i'm going mankind all the way i'm so happy he's still there nice hmm who could i take with number two i have one of the biggest baby faces of all time so maybe i should get <clears throat> a heel to counteract that what's heel could I go and grab? <clears throat> oh, I know. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Oh, <laughs> nice. Are you sure you don't want Horace Hogan? Or Randy sure. Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> and that's just Hogan when he's a little horny. <laughs> We've all seen the tape. Check out the Python, brother. <laughs> 
Tear That's tactic. awesome. Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood's still a draw too, man. He really he is. He's carrying yeah. over that that '80s stratosphere kind of, you know, '80s and '90s when he was a big, big. Guy. Absolutely. So and even now, one. and even now, who doesn't want to see an old racist? There you go. And there you, you go. Know? Biggest heel in the business. Oh. Okay, <laughs> for me. Um, I would have to say there is a heel that's bigger than that, and I need him. Uh, one of my favorites of all time. I also need smaller guys and high flying guys. So my number two is Eddie Guerrero. Ah, dang you! <laughs> yes, sir. Good choice. Because right there, you know, that's there we go. We're gonna have we're gonna have high, you know, high flying, exciting matches with this guy, and and talk about a character that you can love and hate at the exact same time. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay. All right. Uh, I need a baby face. Like, I need somebody who the crowd's going to cheer, and he's just super cool at the same time. So I'm going to go Sting here. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to go Sting, uh, you know, Crow era Sting, if you're going to make me choose. Um, He, uh, you know, just, I mean, when he would just look over uh, the NWO from the top, the rafters and stuff, it's just such a cool little visual, and, you know, and the... And uh, he was also one of my mom's faves, so nice uh, picking this for my mom and for myself. Stinger, and also I was a little stinger when I was a kid. I loved Sting. So, were you the kid in nice. the Sprite commercial that got his ass kicked in his parents' living room uh, <laughs> by Sting? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> All right, so I'm going for number three. STD Wrestling needs somebody who is entertaining. A meathead, not really good on a microphone, but has cool entrances. I'm going Bill Goldberg. He is a draw. Oh, wow. <laughs> going Bill Goldberg. Love him or hate him. Bill Goldberg was everything entertaining. People ate him up back in WCW's time. Uh, and for some ungodly reason, Steve still keeps coming back. And no matter how many people, how many times people say they hate him, uh, they keep tuning in to watch Goldberg spear somebody. So I'm going to go Goldberg. He is as uh, he's as timeless as hmm, American Pie. <laughs> nice, yep. very nice, very nice. Made. <laughs> my, <laughs> all right, my next one. This one. Um, so since it's the Monday Night Wars, there's kind of a transition period. There's there. He was one of the greatest faces, biggest draws, uh, in the WWE's history, and then he became one of their biggest draws as. Uh, probably one of the coolest and most, I don't know, hated heels at the same time. I'm going to go with the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Ah, yep, yep, that's a good one. He was next on my list. (laughs) And then you've got technical wrestling as well, so you've got somebody that knows what he's doing in the ring, a hard worker, and, man, does he know how to work the mic. And the ladies love him. That is true. That is true. (laughs) That's what I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah. Um, Okay, with my number four pick, the L, I mean the EJLB Federation would like to choose. I think I'm going to go Chris Jericho. Mm. Oh, nice! You stole him off my list. Yeah, I, I mean, you can plug him in anywhere. When he's in WCW, the guy was fantastic, and when he was in WWE, the guy was fantastic. And guess what? He's fantastic now. So uh, Jericho, all the way. This guy knows how to reinvent himself and does so uh, uh, on a pretty amazing basis. So I'm going to go with Jericho for my number four. Nice. Very good. My number four for STD Wrestling. Um, oh, this is tough. This is tricky. Um, 
need to build up my mid card maybe a little bit. Build that mid card. I'm going to, even though he was a he was a part of the Attitude Era in, in some respects. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Owen Hart. Oh, uh, he was on my list. Mine I love, too. I love mine me some too. Owen Hart. Uh, should have been world champion at some point, but yeah. for this, the purpose of this and his legacy uh, would be an excellent mid carder, and I'm sure he would get great matches out of Goldberg. Great matches. <laughs> nice. Very, very nice. Okay, so here I'm going to have to get experience. I'm going to have to get I, – I don't know. There's something about – I love technical wrestlers, man. I love guys that make it look – make the holds and the transitions and, and they're just, they just, it's like poetry in motion. Uh, but I also have to get him as well because I got Shawn Michaels and these two put on some of the greatest performances of all time. So to put them together again, Brett, the Hitman heart. Hey, that's a good one. That is a good one. I like that a ton. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, nice. Co- nice. COVID-19 uh, wrestling chooses Brett, the Hitman heart. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're already halfway through. All right. We're already halfway through. Yeah. Very good. All right, so I think I want to take another guy who was way over at one point uh, just so I can have another really huge baby face. Uh, and that way I can just kind of fill it out with a bunch of heels <laughs> after this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go uh, self-high-five DDP. Oh, he was on my list. Gosh, son of a... Yep, we're going Diamond Dallas Page. This guy was over when I tell you. I mean, he was huge. I mean, the, he did the diamond cutter before Randy Orton turned into the RKO, uh, and he got that move over humongously. Uh, so even just for that move, this guy is – I'm drafting him. DDP, my fifth. I pick. like it. That's a good Very one. Very nice. Uh, my number five. Let's see. Let's see what we could do here. Where do I want to go? Hmm. I think at number five, I will take the big, bad, booty daddy, Scott Steiner. Holler Ooh. if you hear me. Oh, nice. And not only do you get a wrestler, you get a Shoney's. <laughs> exactly. You get free meals at Shoney's. <laughs> That's yes, awesome. catering is taken care of. There we go. <laughs> so big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. I'm writing these down That's, so we I have a list of what you guys have. That's his hookup. All right. I need to bring in a heel. I need to bring in a heel that uh, was feared, was probably one of the stiffest fight, f- stiffest men in the ring. Um, Val Venus. And you always, you have to have the, <laughs> you have to have the big guys, dude. You have to have these guys that are kind of the, what do they call them? They call them kind of like these, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That this is the attraction, right? Big Van Vader oh, coming in with that yeah. big elephant helmet. The Mastodon. Mastodon. Yes, sir. I like that. That's one. who I got on my. All right. Okay. So I'm speaking of big men. I need a really big guy, too. I'm ch- I got two I'm trying to choose between. Uh, man, this is tough because they're both on the board. I like one more than the other, but I think the other one might be a bigger deal during this time. Oh, man. All right. You know what? Just because I know all the backstage stuff, uh, and I think it'd be more of a headache, I'm going to skip the one guy, and I'm going to go with the big show. Whoa! I'm curious as to who you thought the other one was going to be, or who yeah. the other one was. Uh, he started the NWO. Uh, okay, okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. 
And and I like him. I'm not even I'm not even trying to throw shade. I do like him, but it was a tough decision. Uh, I needed a big guy. I kind of like them both. Uh, but you know, I just uh, kind of love the choke slam. I guess it's pretty cool. I need. Mm-hmm. I'll take a big guy too. I don't think he's been taken off yet. At least I. Uh, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent positive. Uh, but I'm gonna take Kane. By God, uh, ah, it's gotta be you. Kane. <laughs> By God, it's gotta be nice. Kane. The brother. Oh my God! What's under that mask? Kane versus Goldberg, <laughs> best of eleven series. That's how I'm starting. Off I like my it. Promotion. All right, you've already hooked me. I'm in. <laughs> I am in. All right, so uh, for me, when I was STD. <laughs> um, all right, so C19W COVID19 Wrestling. Uh, for our next pick, this guy, I was actually a fan of this guy when I was a kid. Um, there was he again, he was one of these really good technical, but he was also a high flyer. Um, and he was intense as hell towards the end of his career. Uh, and I, I'll never forget. Never. I don't think any of us will forget the thing between him, Stone Cold and a handgun. I'm talking about flying Brian Pillman. I like it. Nice choice. Nice. Gotta have nice. It. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Okay. We still have a lot of big names on we the do. board here. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Wow. Wow. All right. I, I, again, I'm fighting my heart and soul against my brain here. <laughs> uh, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> good gosh. This is tough. You know what? Because I think... I think this one guy can be both a heel or a face. I think he can do both. I'm going to t- take him over Scott Hall. Uh, so I'm going to take Booker T. Very oh, good. nice. He was on my options. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I was always a Booker fan in the first place. I mean, you got to get this, the Spinaroonie in there. Yes, sir. Uh, but also one of my favorite things, and he stopped doing it, but when he was in his tag team with his brother, he'd do it's like his flipping leg drop off the top oh, yeah. rope, which was really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, and who could fit when he... You know, who could forget when he fought Stone Cold in the grocery store? So <laughs> the I'm greatest. going to Booker T. Dude, yeah. that was before COVID-19, too. Yes, yes. They had all the toilet paper they wanted at that time. Amazing. And bread. And what else did he pour? Did he pour milk on him, I think, at one point? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So yeah. good, dude. So good. One of the best. I love it. All right. So what do we got? Number seven? Mm-hmm. For my number seven pick, I'm going to take a very, very young uh, to groom him to becoming a star, maybe hopefully someday a very, very young Uh-oh. AJ Styles. Very, very young. Uh, I don't know if you guys oh. remember him. He was at the very end of WCW. He did like a, uh, uh, yeah. I forgot what the exact gimmick was, but I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him and groom him and uh, make him the star of my company down the road. Once Goldberg can't move go. anymore. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't mind it. You've got oh, yeah, and you've got Owen Hart in there, man. So man, Owen and him doing oh. some great matches, oh, and Owen wow. basically kind of, you know, putting his arm around him and showing him the ropes. Come on, absolutely. Oh man, yeah. Gosh, that's nice. That's nice. All right, dude. Oh, so Eddie Guerrero was my number two pick, and I have to pick somebody super controversial, but I don't care. Amazing, amazing technical wrestler, and these two put on clinics anytime they got in the ring together. I'm bringing in the Crippler, Chris Benoit. Wait, what was that? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hear that. They didn't, they didn't come over the uh, the walk. I don't. Oh, can you hear me? <laughs> All right. So my eighth pick. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I, I I didn't hear what you said. Uh, can you repeat that? That would be. What did you think? <laughs> 
<laughs> he who shall not be named. Yeah, Voldemort. There we go. Uh, Voldemort. <laughs> no, man, I'm definitely picking no, Crash Cast. I mean, we we discussed we discussed how it is kind of shitty, but if we're this is before that happened. So yeah. if if I'm running running the show, I'm grabbing him. Absolutely. He's got the talent. Absolutely. All right. So my last pick. This is tough. There's a lot of people still on the board. Uh, I have some favorites on here who are also still on the board. Man, um, good gosh. I mean, we literally still have Nash and Hall, who kind of started the Monday Night Wars. Uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, Rey Mysterio still there. Triple H, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Raven, uh, for crying out loud. I always liked him. Um, so, But but for me, I want a guy who I feel I can throw in there uh, and can have a good match with anybody. Oh, you're going to pick Das Wonderkind, aren't you? Man, Alex stop, Wright. Are you looking at? Are you looking at my paper? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, all right. So I do think that either one of these that I choose, I think I'll still be able to get them later at a, on another draft. Okay. But I want to get one of them now. I'm going to go with William Regal. Oh. Great technical wrestler. He is, yes, beyond underrated. Yes. Uh, William Regal. Oh, yeah. So I would actually give him a bit of a push in my federation. And uh, and he could put on a, you know, what talking about technical wrestlers, you know, this guy is fantastic, uh, very underrated. And uh, since Goldberg's not here, I don't have to worry about that. Match. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, guys. I need some big-time star power. And by star power, I'm not just talking about inside the ring in the world of professional wrestling. No. Uh-oh. I need somebody. I know who you're picking, you dude. You probably do. Uh, I need somebody <laughs> who's going to cross not into beyond pro wrestling. I need somebody who's going to cross all different types of media platforms and a proven champion inside the ring. And that man who I'm going to select is my eighth selection in the STD wrestling is uh, David Arquette. Oh, that's awesome, though. I am so in love with that pick, dude. I am mad at myself for not thinking of this. Same here, man. Oh, that's Perfect. so good. In the immortal words of my wife, sucks to suck. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, man, think of the redemption story you could tell. Oh, so good. It's you so, know? so good. He'll start out a heel and he'll become like the ultimate underdog babyface. <laughs> that's what awesome. I would do. That's awesome. All right, so for my last pick, C19W is choosing a wrestler who is a very physical wrestler, very entertaining to watch, comes from uh, a wrestling lineage, actually a, a line of family that's very well respected in the sport. Uh, and he also is a performer. Like It's not just that he's going to be in the ring. It's it's He's got a character that I remember watching, and there was a – there was this kind of thing that was kind of like I loved him, and I thought to myself, should I love him? I feel weird about this. Uh, and that would be Dustin Rhodes' gold dust. Hmm. Nice. He's a good hand, though. I mean, he's a good wrestler. There you go. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's going to be a fun match, him and Undertaker going at it for the first, ep- for the first episode of our show. <laughs> Bring him in. That's hot. Uh, you want to recap who we picked off really quick? Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll go show yeah, to show. Let's recap. Yeah, yep. Let's recap to end this. Uh, this is our very first draft. We're going to do more of these, and we'll add to our roster <laughs> at a different time. Uh, I'll go first since I kind of started. Uh, at EJLB Federation, we have The Rock, 
Mankind, Sting, Chris Jericho, mm. Diamond Dallas Page, yeah. The Big Show. Uh, go watch his new show on Netflix, by the way. Uh, Booker <laughs> T and William Regal. Nice. Good. Shindy, Turnbuckle Dreams, STD Wrestling. We have Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Oof. Bill Goldberg, Owen Hart, Scott Steiner, Kane, a very young and green AJ Styles, and David Arquette. Very, very nice. Over at C19 Wrestling, COVID-19 Wrestling, we have The Undertaker. We've got Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, Brett the Hitman Hart, Big Van Vader, Flying Brian Pillman. Right there, I'm going to insert the sound of crickets and gold <laughs> dust. <laughs> Chris Benoit <laughs> and gold dust. <laughs> just insert his theme song uh, real quick. There you go. And then just cut to the next person. Next. This is awesome, though. I I really like this, and I can't wait to see what the next, like, what the parameters are, because now, like, a lot of these guys might still be on the table from this era, or they may not. We might just do straight indie guys, and now we can't come back to these guys for a minute. Which I like. Which I like. And actually, I... I think I think we're going to, yeah I think we're going to try to keep changing it up a little bit different yeah. things maybe tag teams maybe uh, straight up tag teams uh, if we haven't touched oh, them yet oh we need some tag teams so we can probably do that maybe yeah. next time but um uh, lady the ladies yeah we have all kinds yeah, of stuff without a doubt but yeah something I don't mind doing of course not a whole lot going on in pro wrestling I don't mind doing this uh, every now and then personally uh, mm. so so yeah that uh, that sounds like it's it for this episode everybody. Um, we are we got our first eight each drafted, 24 professional wrestlers in this Monday Night Wars era. We have so much more in store for you in the coming weeks, of course, drafting and, and WrestleMania news. That's this weekend, uh, of course, I think, right? Yeah, it is this weekend. So yeah, uh, yeah. enjoy that yeah. as best as possible. But, um, yeah, on behalf of Johnny, Chris, and I, take us home. Oh!